When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Rose Ed. Yep, that's right. The only thing less exciting than the Nations League is Hannah East's Twitter account. But finally, the international break is over. And as England get relegated, we ask, seriously, does anybody actually care? What does this even mean for England heading into the World Cup? And more importantly, what forfeit should Mike have to do when Arsenal get trounced in the North London derby? Plus, we've got flirting lessons from Joe Hart and chess players with things up their bottoms. So all in all, it's a mixed bag. Don't forget to visit anotherslice.com forward slash Rosehead Football for all our premium content for less than the pint of a price. No, less than the price of a pint each month. And we'd love it if you could review us. And to make it more fun, Hannah East had a really good idea. We'd like reviews in the form of a poem and our favourite review each week will win a Rosehead mug with a picture of the team member of your choice on. Um, Hannah, you're... You're sitting on quite a rich seam of energy this week. What's going on? I am. Well, I'm, I'm in a really good mood today. So I went to a mm. wedding at the weekend. I've got to tell you a story, right? So, oh, by the way, are you two okay? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a tangent talking about myself. So was, we were on the plane on the way to Italy to our friend's wedding. It was like really posh. And uh, I bought Andy some sound cancelling like earbuds, those ones that are amazing. Mm. And he was wearing them for the first time. So we're on the plane. He, he always tries to talk to me on a plane. Well, just generally. And I'm always like, Shh, Andy, I'm like listening to a podcast. Just like, you know, go away and listening to Rose Ed. <laughs> I wasn't You're actually. Not, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to him absolutely on my on a podcast and Andy was like I'm, I'm, babe babe I'm just gonna go to the toilet I'm like right cool okay go to the toilet then um so off he went Aww. 10 minutes later he came back and he was like his his mouth was shriveled like a sphincter he was like <sighs> like really annoyed and I was like what's wrong and he was like oh babe you're not gonna believe it so what had happened is he had his sound cancelling headphones in went for a and he pushed them in his ears before he weed because he was like, imagine if they fell out in the toilet, did his wee. And then there was a bit of turbulence and the right ear, which is like the control of the two ears to link the right ear links to your phone, um, fell into the toilet, into his wee. 
So he's like had to stop. It's just the, the thought of him with his pants around his ankles, like fishing or trying to fish out his AirPod out of an aeroplane toilet. Oh. And he said it was like really slimy and he was trying to hook it and he couldn't oh. do it. And it was in his own, hands are in his own so then he couldn't get it. And then he was like, it's not going to work anyway, is it? Even if it's like, as so he had to flush it away. And then he took his hand out the toilet and he said it was covered in cack. So then he washed his hands. Oh. Yeah, like just gunge. Oh. I mean, can and you imagine an aeroplane right. toilet? Yeah. That's under, your, that's under your fingernails. Why yeah. do you do that? So then just he was like, scrubbing, let it go. I've been singing that all week. Um, and then he was like, obviously absolutely devastated about it. So he washed his hands about a thousand times. And he came back when he told me this, I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you really stink of sugar puffs. <laughs> like, was that from the urine? You stink of what? Sugar, sugar puffs. puffs. You know, like somebody's like, oh. when you're really hungover and you do your morning wean, it smells of sugar puffs. Mm. I was like, oh my God, you stink of urine. <laughs> so he's been like really paranoid. He anti-backed his hands about 10,000 times, but he lost his AirPod. How sad's oh. that? Three days earlier, our four-year-old, I let our four-year-old wear his other AirPods and he lost them in the car. Oh. Devastated. Well, is he going to get new ones? Well, he says he is, but I'm like, they are expensive. You know, they were a gift. It was the first time he'd ever worn them. So I was like, I'm not buying your headphones again. But each time he tries to talk to me, I'll be like, sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> Got my headphones in. And then I think I've lost my AirPods on the way back from the airport yesterday. How? Not in the toilet? In the taxi. I think I left them in the taxi. I mean, this is such a boring story. <laughs> this is not the <laughs> It's gone downhill. <laughs> such a, such a <laughs> story. You know those aeroplane toilets, right? Yeah. And like the flush is so powerful. Yeah. Why don't they have them in normal toilets? Because it's so good that like no matter how big the poo you do, I feel like you could put like a puppy in that and it would just be like, <laughs> have, like, you ever, have you ever been sick in an aeroplane toilet? No, but I went to a stag do recently and my mate started being sick before the plane took off oh, in God. the toilet, like running. And we'd only had two pints. So I don't think it was the booze. So he was be, like throwing up and then he came back and literally they were like, right, uh, cabin crew, uh, doors armed for departure. And he was like, armed. lads, <laughs> he's like, lads, I've got to go. And we were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we're about to go on a stag do. It's 9.30 in the morning on day one of the stag do. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, got to go, lads. Sorry about that. And walked to the front. And then said to like, the, and there was obviously like a big kerfuffle of like him, the lead cabin man, another one of the cabin people. The pilot opened the door and started chatting to him. This went on for about 10 minutes. And then they opened the door and he got out. And the lead cabin man, what's his name? Like the cabin crew. Supervisor. <laughs> Supervisor, that's it. Yeah, chief. He was like, because a passenger has decided he's sick, despite the fact that he had 30 minutes to alert the crew, we have now missed our slot for takeoff. And I was, <gasps> like, I was like, that is oh, pretty oh. outrageous. Because if that had been an old lady, there's no reason to be like, because of that silly old <laughs> you're going to be late to your holiday. <laughs> like, there's no way you'd have done that. Like, <laughs> why don't you just do it in a bag, for God's sake? Why, why do you have to get off the plane? Well, it transpired that he had neurovirus. <laughs> So oh, I spoke to him when we got back from the um, literally stag do, <laughs> yeah, three days later, and he was like, "Oh, how's the stag, mate? I'm still in bed." <laughs> so to be honest, I'd rather be you. So he didn't but, yeah. go on the stag do. Did you have to get off a plane? Never. He went to the airport. He got on the plane. <laughs> never made it out of the oh, UK. Mate, that's crazy. I bet everyone was really pissed off. Yeah. How how long was your delay? People were really, and also because when you're on a stag do, everybody hates you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, like we weren't like obnoxiously drunk so that's the thing that saved us but yes we we took off like an hour and a bit late oh and it's awful mate. for us because we're all sitting there and then we were like oh well since we're sitting here can you get us some beers please 
And um, the lady like brought the beers down. And I was like, is there any chance of any more beer? And she turned to me and was just like, you've already been served before everybody else and there's no more beers. <laughs> She's had enough. She's had enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, yourself like him. Have you been, Mike? Yeah, I've been good, mate. I've been I've been really busy. But international break is just the worst of all, isn't it, really? Mm. It's just so, so boring. I'd, I'd struggle to care about, about England like when it's not a tournament I just find it so dreadfully boring and it's like I watch football like at every every single weekend so to have a few weekends off is is kind of good but I went to a spa last weekend did you of course that was you nice. did <laughs> yeah I know oh, honestly I've been so, I was, so busy guys I was, I was meant to go to I was meant to go to Paris but I had to cancel it because because uh, my knee and I how, didn't how really want to like yeah it's not it's not great it's oh. not great oh. um, but yeah, I uh, basically we cancelled it. So then I thought, oh, like how can I cheer myself up? And we booked in for a spa, and that was nice. But but this the the lady that was doing my massage was just so tough. Like she and you know when they use their their elbows for a back massage, like she that. was really hurting me. And like if I was less of a man, I probably would have been screaming in, in pain. But <laughs> my little if if I could have had like a GoPro on underneath that little hole in the in the massage what? chair. Oh. It, was, it was literally <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> yeah it wasn't that type of massage <laughs> it's like, what this is this an atom documentary about the rainforest oh no hang on <laughs> <laughs> it's all these long fingernails coming at you it's <laughs> a chimpanzee coming out <laughs> i mean to be fair if it is that type of massage it probably would help to have a, a hole there wouldn't it what do you mean just saying like <laughs> Well, you know, you got the hole, the hole for the face. If there was, mm. if it was a different type of massage, you have a hole for another region, an erection hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I what? But what sort of massage was it? Was it like a sort of a full body or like sensual sort of job? No, it was um, it was like a mix. that was like twenty minutes facial. Yeah, facial. Yeah. It, it was it was a woman, by the way. And how is Darren? <laughs> <laughs> I got in there first. Um, yeah, twenty minutes facial, twenty minutes back massage, and then twenty minutes scalp massage. So yeah, the facial was was lost on me. I didn't understand why they're putting so many different products on my face. It was really boring. But the back massage was good. I just can't get over the thought of having a winky hole in a massage bed. <laughs> yeah, I think it would also be like I'd feel pressure for it to be. Like, I, I don't know, for it to, like, be impressive, for them to be able to see it, like, flopping <laughs> down below. See it below. <laughs> Slug, slug's eye hanging out the, the bottom of it. Yeah. yeah they have they to were... ask. They're like, oh, have you have you put it through yet? Is it, <laughs> is it in? Can't see it, not get anything on this side. <laughs> yeah, I've just finished. <laughs> um, right, okay, so let's do our regular feature, Table Time, with Hannah East, but without Hannah East. Yeah. I can't so get obviously nothing's more. changed in the Premier League table. Bottom of Leicester, making up the rest of the bottom three, Nottingham Forest and West Ham United in 17th. Wolves, then Palace, Villa, Southampton, Everton, Bournemouth, Leeds, Newcastle, Brentford, Liverpool. In the Conference League, places in 7th, Chelsea, 6th, Fulham, 5th, Manchester United. The top four, Brighton, Spurs, Man City and Arsenal. We're going to come to the North London derby in a few moments' time, of course, because we're going to have to do some predictions. Maybe Hannah's revised her, well, frankly, nonsense prediction from last week <laughs> she went on one of her Mike she went on one of her classic like what I was just, it I just really like what Arsenal do and they prioritise oh, yeah, youth yeah. and I think that's I'd... it <laughs> she did one of those um, but it's also the Manchester Derby coming up this weekend but firstly 
more importantly, there's not been any football. So it's time for things that make you go, oh. I mean, God. what can you actually say? Because it's oh. nice to talk about England doing something, but it was a little bit disappointing last oh, night. Oh, get wasn't your it? elbows in there, Darren. Oh, <laughs> daddy's, got, daddy's a bit stiff. Pop a little hole in the bed. If you did bed. have a hole in a, a massage bed, you'd have to have like a long, elongated hole for people that are taller and smaller. I don't mean their winky size; I just mean height. You could just, you know I mean? you'd just move up and down, didn't you? Yeah, the bed would have to be like you'd have yeah. to, yeah, it'd be a bit longer. Move, yeah. yeah, elongated, isn't it? Um, well, this could be our next bit of merch: <laughs> <laughs> a massage bed, coals in a massage bed. I'm sure someone's um, thought of it. But Mike, we may, I mean, I suppose it was a good game, wasn't it? England, Germany. Did that make you go, hmm? Um, I like Bukayo Saka. He changed the game, I thought, when he came on. He was really, really good. That um, Was it for Mason Mount's goal, I think? Yeah. When he yeah. just took on like three players. And uh, yeah, I mean, Harry Maguire. Can we talk about Harry Maguire? That, I think that was okay. the only interesting thing from from all of that. Is that he's what made you go, so mm. <laughs> No, he's, he's so like he really is why like, is he sh- what do you think why when you say sh- why give three reasons because uh, three reasons so specific uh, i mean <laughs> just watch him play but there was there was a moment i think in the last game where um <laughs> i think he just like controls the ball in the box and just kicks it out like for a goal kick for no reason and it's like mate what are you doing well he's got no confidence has he yeah, maybe. Well, he won't now. <laughs> <laughs> don't we've all? No, it's, you know what? I, I don't. I, I don't have anything against him. And like a lot of the players, to be fair, have been backing him up and saying that you get so much um, criticism, and that's fair enough. But it's because Gareth Southgate is still persisting with him, even though he's said that he will pick players on form and yeah. not their past performances. But he's doing the exact opposite of that. Yeah. And give you know, the the fact that Fikayo Tomori wasn't even yeah. in the squad. It's just unbelievable. Like, how can you not even give him a chance before the World Cup to see if he can perform at the level that you want? Like Aaron Ramsdale as well. I I don't really think he should start. I think it should be Pickford. But give him a go. I don't. I, yeah, I really yeah. don't get his decision making. I'm well, and Hannah, as a Manchester United fan, obviously Harry Maguire is not playing for United at the moment. So surely that means you can't play for the national team. Well, it's weird because we've said in this podcast a few times, haven't we, about Maguire, where we're like, oh, you know, he hasn't performed that well at United, but when he's got an England shirt on, you do see a different side to him. And it, it, we've been like, oh, is it, you know, recently the United squad that's been more of a, a hindrance for him and, and his capabilities. But watching him with an England shirt on, like, I agree with you, Mike. It was like, what are you doing? Like, literally, what are you doing? And I hate to say it because I don't want to jump on the bandwagon that everyone's got for Maguire, where they're like, oh, you sh-. He's like, well, why is he sh-? Like, what's the reason? Be, give, mm. be specific. But it was really hard not to be that person and be like, he shouldn't be on the pitch. He shouldn't have the England shirt on because he's just not at that level. There's other people that could perform better than him. And I mean, it's just making silly mistakes. And like, whether that's a confidence yeah. thing or not, that it's not, it's not good enough when you're playing for England, is it? And especially they're under a bit of scrutiny. Well, they are under scrutiny now, but going into that match last night was like really important and it was frustrating to see him perform like that. It was just a bit shocking. Well, that's the thing. I don't think nobody cares about the Nations League, do they? I mean, 
I get it. It's like it's a slightly more competitive friendly, whatever, yada, yada, yada. The only interesting thing is. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. With a World Cup on the horizon. 55. Yada, yada, yada. I'm from London. What do you mean? Is that a London thing? Maybe like posh people. Yada, yada, Et cetera, et cetera. I was going to say that. Yeah. What's the ETA? Circus coming around. <laughs> Me and Bruschetta were having a few pints of the black stuff in Putney, yada, yada, yada. Uh, <laughs> That's a Barbary. I told you about my... Me and, me and Bruschetta, is that what you call it? <laughs> I told you about my friend's husband, that he, he he spoke to loads of tradesmen. They went to his house, he's really posh, and he was like, oh, guys, have you seen the inside of the garage? It's utterly shagged. <laughs> <laughs> My Utterly mate, shack, shack. yeah, my mate Steph, who's from North Allerton, just means basically. But if you're really posh, you'd be like, "Oh, that's totally shagged." But my mate Steph was like, he said it to all these like twenty year old tradesmen that like a proper chavvy. She's like, oh, for sake!" So they were all like, "This." Oh, utterly sure. And like she said, we, we couldn't let them do the job because she was like, "I can't let them back in my house. I'm so embarrassed." I quite like a big sort of unrepentant posho though. They're quite they're quite amusing when they're just absolute rascals in their colourful trousers, <laughs> their little blazers, and their clogs. <laughs> um, I, I obviously live in Southwest London, so there's quite a lot of incredibly posh people with no kind of awareness of the world. And um, I was sat having brunch um, with my girlfriend. I was sat having brunch, <laughs> but we were sitting having brunch, and the girls next to us sat down. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm late." I haven't slept. And then we're just like, literally like straight away. I was like, well, obviously we're not going to talk now. I'm just going to listen to these two. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I have my poached eggs and avocado on toast. And then she was just like, like we're catching snatches of their conversation. And she was just catching like, snatch. <laughs> and she was just, she was like, I, so I just decided like, he's a really nice guy. And we've been together for like four years, but like I'm moving to London. So I thought I just, uh, I'll dump him. Cause it's just not the right look for me. <laughs> You're such. <laughs> uh, Joe, I, I, I think I sat next to these same people in in Pizza Pilgrims a year ago. <laughs> literally, it was these two girls. Two, was it two girls? Yeah, two girls. It's absolutely, absolutely it's not. But there was one about she was dating this uh, this drug dealer or something, and she was like, "Oh, it's so cool. I'm dating a drug dealer, but you know, I'm not sure what my family will think of him. I might dump him. Plus, he's not really that attractive compared to me. And he, I don't know what that posh accent is, by the way. It's more like Professor Snape. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't? But yeah, you don't think your posh family will like your ugly criminal boyfriend? <laughs> like, probably just, won't. But you know what? Like it's like it's, it's such a pet peeve of mine that when you get sat, when you go to like a fancy restaurant, like um, even even like Ivy Asia in in St Paul's, it's a really nice restaurant, but they pack you in so tightly, and Hannah, it's, it's like, like Pizza Express. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like my kids eating that. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think when when they when they pack you in so tight and you can literally hear the other person next yeah. to you chew, it's awful. I hate it so much. It's like this is not 
a nice experience. I don't, I Unless wanna... you're really nosy, and if you get a like a couple Love that are that. on their first date or whatever, and sat next, oh to yeah, like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> what are you into? And it's like, well, you've obviously stalked him online. <laughs> you know exactly what he's into. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit cringe, isn't it? But yeah, when we were away in Italy last week, we went for some food and found this really cute little restaurant, and we're like, oh, we'll sit and have some lunch here. And then this family from Wales came in, but they had like a, a young daughter, and they were just shouting and like. You know, when you just uh, like literally want to move tables because they were so mm. revolting. What are you doing? <laughs> Sound like you just dropped a fart and moved back again. Just, just to clarify, <laughs> just slid his chair back, just dropped his guts down the mic. Have you got a new microphone as well? A new Shua one? What's he got? It's, what's he, a new what? A new Shua? <laughs> Sorry, Anna. I'll just get my hot water bottle. That's all. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I just farted. Um, but Mike, did you uh, did you enjoy did you enjoy uh, Jude Bellingham for England? Yeah, he's, he's quite good, isn't he? This is Joe trying to keep yeah. us on the script. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Also, I've pre-ordered, I've pre-ordered me Nando's for twenty-five past seven. Very low time. <laughs> so I pre-ordered my nan. Just so, so for anyone listening, if anyone listens, Mike uh, Joe said earlier, he's like, "It's really weird. I can't get the fantasy football table up, but I can watch porn because I was having a look what I'm going to watch later." <laughs> Lad, sorry, darling. Uh... Can we wrap this up? I want to get my Nando's at twenty past seven. <laughs> yeah. I want to have a into my whole chicken uh, <laughs> into the thighs um but but Jude Bellingham's pretty good isn't he Mike <laughs> yeah yeah Jude, he's a really good footballer yeah. oh yeah. god um did we like England's kit <laughs> do you want to hear what Michael Ballack had to say about it go on then Michael Ballack said England's shirts are always more beautiful than their trophy cabinet. Germany, Brazil, Argentina stick to their traditional shirts. That's why our trophy cabinets are famous and always beautiful, like England's outfits. We focus more on talent. That's a bit... Yeah, but what's... Come on, Michael. What's the... There's no need. So harsh, Michael. Bloody hell, did he... (laughs) Do you have a bad day or something? What sparked that? What sparked the horrible comment like that? But also, I don't Awful. know how much I do. I don't like the the home kit with the blue bits on the shoulders. It's a bit weird. Mm. A bit like a corporal. But if you um, if you <laughs> if you watched England last night, if we weren't English and you watched England, what, I'm not English. How would you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually English either, Joe? Really half, yeah. <laughs> I'm half Irish and half Scottish. Um, but if you watched England play last night. <laughs> So none of us are English. <laughs> so none of us are English. But if you, if you, let's pretend. If you watched England play last night. <laughs> how, would you, how would you summarise them? Um, I think one very good superstar player in Harry Kane that can kind of be, rely- not that he was particularly amazing, but that can be relied upon in difficult situations. Um. Promising central midfield talent in Jude Bellingham. Um, Apart from that, to be honest, no real system to speak of. I don't know, to be honest. I honestly don't know. Yeah, like I don't know what in. I don't know what to expect with the World Cup seven eight weeks away, Um, and that I think is the only thing I find a little bit concerning. Um, And do you think England will sack Gareth Southgate? No, you don't. Not now. Not before the World Cup. 
Well, stranger no things chance. have been happening in the Premier League. I mean, well, Sean Dyche is available, obviously. But... Well, well, I was actually going to yeah. mention. <laughs> he's probably going to get the what? Oh no, he's not getting the Watford job, is he? But there's what? What jobs available now? Is it Bournemouth that we were touting him for? <laughs> and Leicester, but Brendan Rodgers has somehow managed not to be sacked. Still. Yeah, Rodgers is still. Yeah. There. How is he still there? Like, I think. Andrew, have you got any people on this? It's because they can't. Listen, I think. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, Sean Dyche is like East Midlands kind of area, isn't he? Because he goes out in Nottingham. So I think Sean should be the new Leicester manager because then we can. I can right. go and stalk him. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's that's good. Have you heard about moving houses or anything? No, I don't know. You had some information. Yeah, I don't know. Time. I'll ask the mums at school if anyone can make up some more <laughs> for me to reel off on the podcast. <laughs> well, he lives in Kettering, doesn't he? So, not it that makes far. sense. Yeah, he can. I think he should be. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, but Brendan Rogers, like, what? What? What's the consensus about him? Well. Leicester's 22 goals conceded is the most of any side that has shipped in the Premier League after seven games of a Premier League season and the most in the top flight since 1966. So, I've, Yeah, you know, what is, it's interesting. I asked both of you guys this, but um, so I think the reason that he's still there is because basically Leicester can't afford to pay off his contract. Otherwise, I think he would have been sacked. But as a manager, would you not sort of, you know, jump before you're pushed almost? And do you think it's like damaging his reputation staying there? But you're very, but then, not, you know, you, you could say that, why would you just give up yeah. all that money to just leave? Yeah, Well, that's the thing. I'm presuming that managers, if they leave, they're not entitled to as much of a payout. That must be right. Because you don't often get managers go, do you know what? Literally, f*** this, it's I'm going. You don't often no, get if that, you, do you? If you leave, you don't get a payout. But obviously, yeah. if you're sacked, then you do yeah. they have to pay that out of the rest of your contract. So I think, but I think it's damaging his reputation yeah. because... You know, lesser are awful, and I think a lot of it is not his fault. I think it's a it's a problem with the club. They're in you know financial ruin pretty much. They owe loads of money. They didn't invest in the squad. They signed that one bloke uh, with an afro. Um, what's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Remember his he's name. a defender. Uh, I think he's got like a like a ginger afro. Imagine if they said that on Sky Sports, and it's the bloke with the afro bringing the ball out of defence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's off the ball. <laughs> oh yeah that one yeah 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 he's yeah, doing really well yeah he's got he's, he's, he's called like Valt Feiss or something like that he's got two four letter names that, that's all I remember but yeah yeah the, the situation has not been helped I think the players obviously not you can tell when you watch them something's going on behind the scenes because against Spurs like they actually were quite good going forward and they scored twice they would I think it was 2-2 two, two at half time yeah. and they looked like alright if you had a competent manager here and a squad that actually believed in the manager and, and wanted to play like they could they're a good team like they've got good players throughout that team mm. and it's just it's just shambles like I just think they just the players obviously know something's going on behind the scenes they think the manager probably shouldn't be there will be sacked soon and yeah it's just it's disastrous get Nigel Pearson back well yeah I like <laughs> get Claudio back <laughs> Man, he's still there and they've missed the chance to like to sack him surely so now they've got to stick with him but like Mike why can't he make anything last it happened to him at Liverpool as well everything fell apart like why mm. why can't Brendan make anything last but his wife would ask his wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, no I think well it's weird because in other situations where he's done well he's sort of like been poached isn't he like I think when he was at Celtic he, you know, he was doing well, and then he, and then he left. And uh, but this situation is not like that at all. His stock obviously would have fallen given how poor Leicester are. They're bottom of the table with, you know, one of the be- one of the better teams out of the mm. sort of bottom ten. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
For, for me, it's just a question of does he sort of save himself the, humi- the humiliation of getting a sack in, or sorry, not a sack in, a relegation on your CV, or do you sort of just say, all right, that's it, I'm going to move on now. Um, but, you know, obviously forsake a lot of money. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because I just wonder where he would go. Um, but on a lighter note, did anybody see Joe Hart trying to flirt live on television? I didn't see has this, any, no. Has anybody seen this? Right, so Joe Hart last week playing uh, playing for Celtic. In the warm-up, um, Norwegian TV presenter Ingrid Halstenston was on the touchline doing her piece to camera. And Joe Hart took a shine to her. So in order to get her attention, kicked the ball at her. <laughs> and well, the ball hit. Yeah, the, too. <laughs> the ball hit her live on TV. So she turned around and he's like... <laughs> um, which I think sort of it, like a, I can't decide if it's quite sweet or completely misogynist and disrespectful to her profession. I think it's amusing because it's an adult kicking a ball at another adult on the television. Uh, but Hannah, have you ever been involved in any flirting that's gone wrong? Oh, um... I can't. I can't imagine you flirting. Yeah, I'm. I'm not very confident or very good at flirting. So. No, probably not. Well, Nothing. I what's, was... your, what's your best one-liner, Hannah? Roses are red, violets are blue, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> first Get in the body van. <laughs> Get in the back of the tranny van, do you know what I mean? Get your kegs Stop down. Stop crying, lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eh. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not very good at it. What about you two? So I am... Um... I was once uh, trying to impress. So I was um, I was out in Fulham. I was about about sixteen, seventeen years old, and um, we'd met some girls from another school, which is very exciting because the only girls that exist to you are the ones you know. So when you meet others, you're like, what? There's more women in the world. Oh my god, they might touch my willy, and they never do. Um, but I'm old enough that like I was going out in the era when London buses had the open back. So like Mary Poppins style with like the yeah. open doorway and the pole on it. So like me and my friend Charlie were trying to impress them and it wasn't going that well. And they looked a bit bored and they were talking about going home. And one of those buses went past and I was like, oh, this will win them over. So I ran and like jumped on it and grabbed it and like was like on the edge. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. It's like a film. But then it started to speed up and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, either I'm going to be half a mile down the road. Or I just like I just have to let go now. So I let go, but obviously it was still going like fifteen miles an hour. So like I hit the pavement, like, doo, 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 like rolled over oh. several times. Oh my god! And, like as I like rolled over and like sort of like settled, <laughs> like I could just see them like horizontally all laughing. Oh, god, oh yeah, literally. You, you didn't really think that one through, did you? Because even if you even if you stayed on, you would have been yeah. Oh, you would have been so far away from them. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. What was going to happen? How that would have worked? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny because I can just see it. I can just see you doing that. Ah, <laughs> oh, those are the days. Um, but Mike, what about you? I mean, how did how did you woo your current lucky girlfriend? Um, that one's not very interesting, to be honest. That's just a really boring story. Just pop your willy through it's... a letterbox. And... <laughs> no, it was it was, it was, it was Tinder. It was Tinder actually. Was it? Um, but I remember like trying to flirt in school, and there was this girl um, that used to sit in front of me in economics, I want to say, and uh, I used to just like screw up bits of paper and throw it in her hair, and that was my yeah. So very similar to Joe Hart actually, it just throwing stuff, and but she would just like just, like turn around and just like hiss at me. And just be like, like what? A <laughs> yeah, just like, it's like, yeah, like snarl, yeah, like it was, yeah. Obviously, she was not happy about that. 
but yeah, I mean, that was the extent of my flirting in school, to be honest with you. Oh, it makes so me tragic. sad that you like you've had these experiences where you like because people used to run away from me at school. Like I used to be the captain of the, the football team, and it was just me and the boys. And um, they used to we used to play kiss chase at lunchtime. They used to run away from me, but I had like a pudding bowl haircut. And then I had a grey front tooth because I fell over the handlebars at Centre Parks when I was about eight and literally <laughs> severed my mouth. So my front tooth went grey and it like protruded. And then this, my dad used to take me to the barbers to get my hair cut. So I looked like literally <laughs> a crash helmet on my head with a grey tooth. Like, kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone used to run away from me. It was really sad. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, Hannah. I feel sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do. My I dad do. was like, you know, it's not about what you look like; it's your personality. And my brother used to be like, "Yeah, that as well." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's worked out now because you've got Andy with his hand down an airplane toilet, yeah, scooping up <laughs> under his nails. <laughs> oh, we are family. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Um, right, let's get to the main event: North London yeah. Derby. It's a half twelve kickoff Saturday morning, Mike. What are your realistic expectations? Awful kickoff time, by the way. Yeah, isn't for, that for just North just London derby? People getting drunk, though. Yeah, that's boring. the the whole The whole point of of football in North London derby is to go to the pub for at least a few hours, settle the nerves, and then yeah, and then go out after. It's just yeah, it's terrible. But um, now you know what? Because it's not that there's been interruptions in the football schedule and stuff. I, f- I feel like we've not really had the chance to build up to it. Um, mm. And that game against Brentford, uh, like I don't really look too much into that game because Brentford like just didn't turn up. So um, yeah, I mean I'm not that nervous though. I think you know we've got a good record at home against Spurs. I was there last season when we turned you over. Um, so yeah, like I wouldn't say I'm confident, but I think we can get a positive result. When we beat you three 0 at White Hart Lane, <laughs> as it is still called, you beat us three 0 at the Emirates. It tends to favour... Was it 3-0? It wasn't it, wasn't it? 3-1. 3-1. Um, so, up on aggregate, but not a big deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but is the team that wins this the team that can challenge Manchester City? I'd like to say yes, but I just think Man City is so strong this year. Uh, I think Liverpool will have a bit of a revival. I think if anyone's going to be in the title race, it's going to be them. Just because of you know they've they've been there done that and uh, Spurs and Arsenal I think are still quite a bit away. Spurs I think are a few players shy I think um, of like being able to challenge and I think Arsenal even though their starting eleven is really strong we just don't have the backup like if Jesus gets injured um, you know I don't think Enketia is good enough if Ramsdale gets injured I don't think Matt Turner is good enough. There's there's a few areas in the team where I'm like uh, we could really struggle if we get like a, a major injury whereas like Man City and Liverpool you know they've got really good backups um, and Spurs I, even I do think they do have good depth there's just players that um, I'm not completely sold on um, so that's why I think they'll fall short but no I just I, City are just too strong they're too strong they've got Haaland now he's going to score like I don't know 50 goals probably yeah. um, they've got options uh, Jack Grealish looks like he's going to you know, come into some form for City as well. So, unfortunately, at this moment in time, doesn't look like there there could be. But you never know. I, I mean, the interesting thing is how the World Cup um, sort of impacts mm-hmm. things because obviously we we've both got a lot of players going away for the World Cup. So, there could but that be favours City, there. doesn't it? Because again, they've got the most depth. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I just mean in terms of Arsenal and Spurs, yeah. in terms of how they could potentially challenge, I think that's going to be hindered as well. Because we've got quite a few injury-prone players as well. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going to be a good game this weekend. I think it'll be high-scoring because I can't yeah. see Arsenal sitting back. Um, and I don't, I don't think Spurs will sit back either. I mean, no. it, you know, Conte, that's typically his style to sort of counter-attack, but... In the North London derby, you have to go for it. Like you can't just try and nick a one nil win, can you? It's not really what the spirit of it is about. Um, Hannah, I'm going to give you another chance. Yeah. Last week I asked you what you thought would happen. Yeah. And you said Arsenal would win, and you like what Arsenal do, and blah 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 blah. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday? So I, I think. After, uh, okay, I think honestly, this is my, this is my prediction. I'm going to say two yeah. one Spurs. Because I think oh, I think Harry, yes, no, I think Harry Kane off the back of this week. I think Harry Kane's going to be fuming, um, and I think they're just going to like go for it from the beginning, like go for the attack. What's that going to do anything? I just think that's how it's. Don't question set her. The, I think he's just going to set the bar quite high to start off with because he knows how passionate fans are, how important it is, and he needs to redeem himself. Like he didn't play badly. Uh, for England so I think he'll probably want to have a point to prove um, and where better to prove it than a North London derby so that's my prediction might be wrong and if I'm wrong I'll say well the week before I said Arsenal so kind of so you're technically right if it's and if it's a draw then yeah I'll be like well done both teams proud of you both Um, City are playing United this weekend though do you expect Harry Maguire to start Hannah absolutely not no no absolutely not no if Ronaldo doesn't start games, then Maguire's not going to start, is he? So, Have you got any hope at all for playing Man City? <laughs> no, I think if we can get a draw, that'd be amazing. If we get a goal, I think we'll be doing well. Um, <laughs> if we get a goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. Like so City, like are, City will, you know, uh, Pep's had enough time and experience to to look at how United are playing at the moment. And I just think we haven't, we haven't reached our flow yet and having the international breaks never helpful um, because, you know, we'd had it put in a, a few good performances. So I think um, an international break has been a hindrance for Man United. So it's very difficult at this stage in the season with a new manager and slight changes of formation. It's difficult to predict, but playing Man City is like the worst team to play uh, off the back of a break when you're not in a, a good flow so I'm, I'm not massively hopeful. I don't think we'll play bad. I think it'll be interesting to watch it, to see, you know, what we go with, but as a formation and how we play. Um, but it's it's Man City and they are very strong. So Too strong. Yeah, too strong. I think every team would say that about Man City. Right. Let's get to the, the really important bit of every single podcast. It's time <clears throat> for let me see your fantasy <laughs> team. <laughs> um, no, I can't access the um, uh, the fantasy league from my hotel. But you can access reason, your porn. <laughs> for some reason, you're allowed to watch sordid, vicious pornography. It's not vicious at all. You're allowed to watch 15 midgets going at it. For some reason, I can't watch it in fantasy Premier League. So, um, but Mike, your favourite category, John. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> You just get more back to your buck, don't you? Because there's more of them. They fit in the... Anyway, right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, is that... Is that dangerous? No, it's fine, isn't it? Um, Mike, have you got the fantasy table there? Yeah, can I do it slightly differently? Well, okay. <laughs> I, I just, no, I just want to see, um, I'm going to read out the the top eight because 
um, someone that I'm competing with is below me in ninth. And I don't want to shout him out. No, actually, no, I, I'm going to shout him out. Andy East is ninth, guys. You have to mention I'm, everybody. I'm, oh, my everybody God. Are you, are you getting competitive with my husband, Mike? I've gone. Yeah, I am. He calls yeah. you, he calls I've, you I've moved Mike. above. So, what? He calls you Does Big he? Mike. Yeah. Oh, hello. Big Mike, Mike, Andy has got one headphone and a hand covered in <laughs> Do not worry about competing with him. And he's married to me. No, because uh, no, I, I will read out the table in a second. But I, I just want to see like how many puns, of how many football puns I can make out of the out of the second names. Okay, go, go, mate. Honestly, you. Oh, you this is exciting. This oh god, I've put so much pressure on myself now. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. So number one is uh, Matt Carlton. Matt Carlton Cole. Well done, Matt. <laughs> number two is only 23 to go. Number two is Hannah East. Um, what, what? Oh God, was there like a? Can I do like Hannah East Ham? <laughs> oh my God, are you okay, hun? What have you? What have you put down your, What have you got down your pants? Um, number three is Harry Seal. Kiss from a rose. That's not football, but uh, number four is uh, Alan Trevor Sinclair. Number five is Graham Nottingham Forest. Number six is Stuart Robson Ensa. Number seven what? is. <laughs> this is the best item ever. <laughs> oh God, it's awful. Stuart, Stuart Robson is—is that a player? I saw he played for Arsenal. Welcome so, to yeah. Rosette. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Number seven is Steve McManaman and Forbes. <laughs> Number eight is Michael Chopra Stavro. What you're doing is just. <laughs> Just putting footballers' surnames in the middle of other people's names. Yeah, I gave up. I gave up. I'm. I'm just gonna do the. I'm gonna do the top ten. Number nine is Andy Reid East, and number ten is um, who's called Jonathan. That's a footballer. Jonathan, Jonathan Green Woodgate. Jonathan Woodgate Stevenson. Jonathan Evans. Who's who's bottom? Where? I mean, where am I? Uh, Jess Jones is bottom. Is that oh, your? That is. That's very much. Yeah. Oh, you've um. Yeah. So Jess is bottom. Oh, Jess is bottom. Jess is bottom. Jess is bottom. bottom alone. That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is bottom is on 264 points. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> out of 264. And Joe Forrester is in 20th on 311. So you're quite ahead of her, actually. Where's Hannah? Hannah, Hannah is uh, second. Oh, Somehow, see. it's not at, it's not as easy. It's not easy, is it? Reading out this table malarkey. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I, I liked I it. I don't know why I did that. Um, so, right, looking at this weekend's fixtures, though: Spurs, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Brentford, Palace, Chelsea, Fulham, Newcastle, Liverpool, Brighton, Southampton, Everton, West Ham, Wolves, uh, City, United, and Leeds, Villa. Mike, have you got any top tips going into this weekend? Top tips. What are you asking him for? Is um, in like? I'm going to get to you, Hannah, because obviously okay, you start so... lower down. Sorry, yeah. Um so for the the Man United game I actually think that that will end in a draw to be honest. Do you? That's my top tip. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I think United are a bit of a sluggy team. They can just sort of like grind out results now, can't they? And they'll just sort of sit back and right. soak up all the pressure. Do you get... And they've got a lot of pace on the counter attack, so. Do you get more points for um doing well against good teams? So say for example if United beat City, would they get more points than City for beating United? No. No. Oh, what's the point then? No. Um, <laughs> so also as well, I think a lot of people are playing their wild card this week. So yeah. I played my wild card last week, which is why I did quite well. 
Um, did so you? So you can make unlimited changes. Sorry, yeah, I'm only I, did, I actually did. I got, um, I got 73 points, Anna. I think you beat me. I don't think I got 72, actually. No, you got a 73 as well. Okay, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, my mistake. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think Alexander Isak is injured for Newcastle, so don't put him in. That's and who have they got two. this weekend? Uh, I think they've got a relatively easy fixture. They've got Fulham away. Yeah, well, not not too easy, but you probably would have fancied him because he scored as well last game. I probably so, Hannah, what, what what's your uh, what's your top tip for the weekend? Oh well, I need to redo my team, um, and I'm going to take Salah out of my team this week. <sighs> yeah, I think it's a wise choice. And Alexander Arnold, I'm like, I don't know if I want two Liverpool players in. Uh, yeah, so I've got a decent fixture though. You got Brighton every day away at, at home. Home, even. yeah. I'm not With sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think about. It. I'm gonna look through some stats and then have a think. Um, but Harland, hundred percent captain, all the way. So your advice is to put early Harland as captain. Yeah, Harland as captain. Yeah. I mean, it's good advice to be fair because you're second. Uh, because everybody, everybody's got him in. And like I said, I didn't put him as captain for two weeks, and it, I went, uh, I went down to like eight or something. <laughs> um, Mike, have you got any advice for me if I can salvage some points this weekend? Um, let me have a look at your team. I think my team's quite good. <laughs> I like them. Do you ingest it together or are you like as competitive? No, 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 no. We've, yeah, we've very much the, well, actually, no, to be fair, I do give her quite a lot of advice and then I don't get any credit when it goes right, but I do get <laughs> when it goes wrong. So <laughs> winning. Um, <laughs> your team's quite strong. I, I just would right. say that if you play your wildcards in, you've got too, too much value on the bench. I think you've got, you got, you know, loads of players that are expensive that are not that are not going to play every week, basically. So if you could just adjust your team structure, I think that would be your best bet. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. I'll adjust accordingly. <laughs> just to finish, would you like a story about some about chess, Hannah? About chess? Chess. Yeah. yeah. Chess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, Magnus Carlsen, who is a famous chess prodigy, prod- Prod- oh, but you. Prodigy. oh my god, I can't believe you can't pronounce your words properly. <laughs> Prodigy. <laughs> Pulled out of a tournament after being defeated by relative unknown Hans Neiman and then posted a video of Jose Mourinho on his Twitter saying, if I speak, I'm in trouble. It's since emerged that Hans Neiman allegedly was being fed information by a supercomputer who was playing the game on his behalf and then telling him what moves to make. Do you know how um, the supercomputer uh, communicated with him? Vibration on his balls. Very close. Anal beads. Are you kidding? <laughs> he had some vibrating anal beads up his bot bot, um, up na- in nature's pocket. And it was for, there was like a Morse code, so it would tell him what to do. So my question to you, Hannah East, is have you ever cheated in a game or sport? Uh, well, I cheat all the time. Like, um, you know, with... Anything, any games that I play with like my family or my kids, I always cheat. So I'm never allowed to deal the money or anything in Monopoly because it just kicks off, especially Christmas Day when we were younger. My brother was 15 and dad would let him have a baby sham and he'd just kick off and it'd just be like a massive argument with the family. And then I'd be like, well, I'm winning. Um, and then obviously I wasn't because I cheated and then he'd just throw the board in the air and then my mum and dad would get cross and then they'd find out I was cheating. So I'm, I'm not the person to play any games with because I will cheat. I'll wow. go early yeah. or yeah early Christmas <laughs> Christmas with the Creelmans. <laughs> um, Mike have you ever cheated playing sport or a game 
Yeah, you know what? Pub quizzes. No, that's bad. Yeah, I know. It was my it was my first ever pub quiz, and like, I didn't. Well, obviously, I didn't know the rules, but I tell myself that I didn't know the rules. I would just look up like some things on my phone, just have it by my side. But I feel bad because you you win actual money, so it is like you're you're scamming people a little bit. And also, sorry, you don't know the rules, <laughs> but you assume yeah. that the rules are you can Google things. So you yeah. just drop a Google <laughs> under the table, and no one's looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, like my cousins were doing it as well, so I felt oh. so it's fine. I, I felt justified, but we didn't win, so it's fine. We 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 st- we cheated and still didn't win, so obviously we are incredibly thick. <laughs> the um the only time I've ever like cheated in sport or anything was I um in year four, uh, at the swimming gala I was in the backstroke race, and um I was coming last out of eight. You pulled on the so lane I, rope, so I faked an asthma attack. <laughs> Oh, and I really remember looking over him and then like, like, stu- like standing and be like, <gasps> <gasps> and looking over and seeing my mum and my mum was all worried. Aww. Oh, Joe. <laughs> but it wasn't because like, I, I don't know. I just couldn't face the shame of like, I don't know. I was a little fat kid as well. I couldn't face the shame of then, like losing in front of the whole school. And did she know afterwards that you pretended? I don't know because like she's my mum, so she probably thinks everything I do is brilliant. But yeah. she must know deep down that like that's weird. He was he yeah. was like a length behind and suddenly had an asthma attack for the first time ever. And did the lifeguard uh, lifeguard have to get in for you? No, but all the teachers were like pretending to be worried, but they knew and everybody knew. <laughs> little <laughs> tubster over there, he's at least still at least still float, fat floats, doesn't it? You're just a you know like, <laughs> blowing the top. <laughs> <laughs> like like Violet from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Bloody hell. Getting ready to get to the vending machine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> how, how old were you, Joe? Um, I was nine. Oh, <laughs> were you? Hell, Hannah, that is horrible. Oh, don't oh. act like you care, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I used to be a lifeguard. I used to really f- me off when people would be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, God, I've just washed my hair this morning. I'm going to have to go in. And then you go in and try and like tread water so you don't get your hair wet because you know the kids just pretending to be like having an asthma attack or something. The kids joke. <laughs> you used to really hate it when people drowned. Yeah, I was, was like, this is so inconvenient. I'm going out with the girls later. I just wash my hair. Um, <laughs> oh, on that, sorry, on that sobering Jeff. note, <laughs> um, I think we should leave it there. Um, right, remember you can Hannah's doing the impression of a fat kid floating. <laughs> Looks like he's going around a plug hole. I know it does. Yeah. Um, remember, you can get in touch with us on Instagram, Rosehead Pod. Um, do leave us your reviews on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify and all those other ones. Uh, go on anotherslice.com forward slash Rosehead Football if you want to get some of the premium content. Um, and yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Thanks, Hannah. Bye. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.